Welcome to Mental Wealth, the podcast to invest in your mind. Here I will help you make sense of your mind and behaviours, giving you the tools to have your best life. There is so much to share, so let's get into this episode and explore another great topic. Welcome to episode five. This is Confidence is an Inside Job. Great to have you here and to have your ears for the next few moments. I know how busy people are, so I super appreciate you joining me today. In this episode, I am delighted to share with you my conversation with a very special guest. We're going to talk about confidence again. We're going to be talking about our own stories and how and what we've done to make the difference. My special guest is Christine Handy from Miami in Florida. She is a motivational speaker, a best-selling author, and she serves on the board of two non-profit organizations. She's a model, an influencer, and a cancer disruptor. She is truly inspirational, and I can't wait for you to hear her words of wisdom. So here is my chat with Christine. I do hope you enjoy it and find it inspirational. So I am delighted to be sharing the space again on this podcast with Christine Handy. And she is coming a long way away, Christine. Tell everyone a little bit more about you and where you are. I live in Miami, Florida, and I have been a model for 40 years, not one four, 40, four zero. And I am getting ready currently for Miami Swim Week. And if your viewers don't know, I'm 53 years old. So Miami Swim Week and 53 years old, that should resonate. <laughs> nice. And we want to talk about confidence in this podcast and what what a great platform for you to talk about kind of your journey, but also, you know, what that means to you today doing yeah. that. Yes. Well, it does take a lot of confidence to model for Victoria's Secret as a flat chested model. I was 52 at the time, and it takes a lot of confidence to get on the runway and work as a model at my age and also with a concave chest because I'm a breast cancer survivor. And um, I went through a lot of chemotherapy, and that certainly changed my outlook on life because I was so dependent on my external value for so many years that once it was completely taken away, I realized that my beauty was an inside job. It was not an external external accolades had nothing to do with my beauty. Um, and my successes and failures had nothing to do with my beauty. So whether I was modeling for Victoria's Secret or being torn down in society or having haters, whatever, it doesn't matter. Like my, my measure is not from society. It's again, it's an inside job. But so many people get stuck with that, don't they? I did. I did. And which I, which is why I talk so freely about it because I was stuck in that for 40 years. And I don't think you have to be a model to be stuck in that. I think society dictates, tries to dictate what we should be obsessed with. And a lot of it is external beauty. And, and for me, that just is not, it doesn't have any value in my life. And if I can show that, showcase it on, it, you know, in a bathing suit in Miami swim week at my age and with a concave chest or in New York fashion week as a runway model, then it's my mission and my goal to inspire and to give hope to people to really do the self-care and the self-esteem exercises to get to know yourself and to work on your self-esteem because it is our obligation and it's our job. I love that. And I love the fact that you are, like you say, sharing that. And as um, a lot of people will know my story, different to yours, I'm certainly not a model, but had no confidence, 
had a lot of self-doubt, was being controlled by what other people thought I should do. And I'm really passionate as well about creating a, a space that we can share those stories to help others go, okay, it's not just me. I can do something too. I think storytelling is critical for people to feel less alone, but I also think giving them tips, like for instance, self-talk is critical. When I, prior to my cancer diagnosis, I used to say terrible things about myself. You're not good enough. You're not worthy. Who would love you? And now I look in the mirror and I say, you are capable. You are worthy. You are whole. You are strong. You are loved. And, and, and it's hard sometimes to say those things when we don't feel those things. But if you continue to say them habitually, it will become a habit and you will believe those things because they are truth. Sure. But some people do question that, don't they? They say, I mean, obviously we know it's a little bit more complicated than just saying good things about yourself. There's more tips that are needed. But some people sort of say it can't just be as simple as just having those strong affirmations, strong looking yourself in the mirror and saying that. But there is so much in the language, isn't there, that we talk, as you say, internal talk and what we say to others. Well, it certainly starts from within our own head. And it also continues with what we listen to, whether it's on TV or whether it's in music or or the people in our life. And it really is true when people say, tell me the five closest people to who in your life, you, I will tell you what your future is. And that's very true because the people we listen to as well as, as ourselves is critical in decision-making and in self-esteem. If you have people, if you're telling yourself, affirmations that are positive, but you have other people in your life that are saying, you're not worthy. I don't love you. And they're tearing you down. Then that's going to negate your self-esteem. So it has to be a full circle of people. And even I talk about this music, TV shows that you're watching violence. If you're watching a lot of violence, if you're watching the news a lot, which is fear-based, you become more fearful. Definitely. Definitely. And I think that's seems so simple. And yet, we don't necessarily pay attention. We get sucked in, don't we, to the stories that are being told and the shock and the horror. But actually, what is it that you want to fill your mind and your ears with? And I know that's something that we talked about in previous show on different platform, but a different previous show. Yeah. Well, and I also think it's really important to, to figure out what you worship. Like when I was worshiping materialism, which I did for a long time because I thought that was going to fill me up. I thought that was going to help my self-esteem. That was that left me empty. And so I think if you figure out like what are you worshiping, especially right now with social media, I follow people that are putting out real stories and not just highlight reels. I follow people that are trying to help others and not just for for instance, celebrities who just put out their perfect pictures and their perfect brands that they're working for. That's depleting. Because mm-hmm. that's this whole comparison game. And I, I just don't really believe in comparison. I believe in collaboration. Yeah, I love that. And in previous episodes. On this podcast, I talked about the risk of comparing yourself to someone else because we're not the same. So how on earth would we compare ourselves to someone else? And usually that means your attention is not on you. It is on something else that isn't you. And I think that, again, like you say, is so important for us to work out how do we stop doing that? How do you think what's what worked for you, Christine, to stop doing that comparison? Well, I mean, I think it started when I went through my transformation during chemotherapy. I just realized that at the end of the day, when the doctor said to me, this is your percentile chance survival, I was like in a race to help women figure out their self-esteem versus prior to that, I was in a race to see how beautiful I could be, how many modeling jobs I could get. And and it was a, it's a different race. So it's a different focus. 
Mm-hmm. And when my focus changed, then my life became free. I wasn't focused on people and what they cared, what they said about me or what they thought of me. My life was free. And so I think it's an intentional focus. And that focus, I wake up every single day and I say, how can I serve versus serving myself or versus being served? How can I serve the world? How can I leave this place a better place? And so I use my modeling as a platform or use my writing as a platform or social media as a platform to serve for others. And it's not self-serving. I'm just trying to say, okay, this is how I did it wrong for 40 years, but you don't have to get stuck in that paralysis or that fear or that insecurity and and climb and, you know, grab onto materialism and things like that, that are fleeting and depleting and they don't help you. And so I think it was my focus that really, and over time, and don't get me wrong, it takes a while. I still, I still have to remind myself of these things. Yeah. I mean, the mind is very powerful and it will have us thinking things that are not going to serve us. Auto as well, old habits die hard, yep. they say, don't they? But I think it's really useful and and more than useful, it's really powerful for you to, to be here saying, and I know you say it a lot, and you're a massive inspiration of mine. I love following all your adventures and all the things that you're doing. But I think, you know, what a lot of people ask me, you know, uh, I'm not confident, but I want to have more. So their intention is there, but they often get overwhelmed with what that might be then. A, how will they be? And being that confident person, is that a different person to themselves? But also, how do they do it? So I'm a big fan of saying, what's your one small thing that you can do to chunk that down, to get there? And I, and I imagine you have lots of ideas about that. Well, I'm constantly reminded because I am in the breast cancer community and I mentor a lot of breast cancer patients. And so I'm in the illness world, so to speak, although I don't have breast cancer, I, I'm constantly reminded about how fragile life is. And so I say to myself all the time, tomorrow is promised to nobody. What do you want to leave? What do you want to do with your life? And if you know that your time is marked, which all of ours is. Then you will start to focus on different things. Like when I realized my life was marked, I was like, well, these bags aren't keeping me warm at night. What's the, what's the, what's the use of all this, these dresses and this, these beautiful items of material, they really have no use. Right. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not like I've, you know, given up on buying anything. That's not, that's not true. And that's not normal, but I don't, I don't covet those things. And so I think that for me, what I try to say to myself is, okay, at the end of the day or at the end of my life, what do I, what, what do I want my legacy to be? And it's not like, oh, she was really cute and she had all these handbags. That's not what my legacy is about. And so I think if people ask themselves that, they'll probably say at the end of the day, I want to be loved. I want to show love. I want to, you know, really leave love in this world. And that, that can change your mindset. Definitely, definitely. But one thing I would like to talk to you about is when we are talking about confidence. So I'm hearing you that you massive shift for you in terms of material things and all that side of your existence. And yet it's still a huge part of your world because you are in fashion and clothes do make us feel great, don't they? So I think it's important for people to still think about what they're wearing, what they're doing that actually does increase their confidence. Well, there's a difference. When I was completely focused on what, how I walked out of my house, what I was wearing, what I look like, I was obsessed with what other people thought of me, right? 
Now, if I want to wear something that's flattering on my body, or if I want to accentuate something, that's for me. And so there's the difference. Yeah, I think, and I think it's important to to remind ourselves of that, isn't it? That you can wear something that makes you feel good. And as long as it makes you feel good, it shouldn't really matter what anyone else thinks. I mean, I love nothing more to see somebody who's clearly wearing something that's just a little bit out there or even a lot out there. And actually they're wearing it and they're rocking it. I love that. Yes. The more the more freedom in being who we are, the more freedom that we can show to other people. And that builds confidence. Yeah. So I think it is important when we're thinking about the steps for how to build confidence is that clothing can help you with that, provided you're not doing that whole piece of worrying about what everybody else is thinking about what you're wearing. Yes. And, and it's also part of what we put on, right? Put on ourselves is a reflection, right? Of who we are. So I like to wear a little scarf, you know, a little accent. That's that's not materialism. That's not focused and obsessed on it. There's a difference. I feel comfortable in what I'm wearing. I tell you, it's I have to wear heels a lot because of runway and I have to wear heels before runway shows to get my legs prepared for runway. And I'll wear heels with sweatpants and I'll wear heels to the grocery store and I'll wear heels to the gym because I'm preparing my body for work, for what I'm my job and my career. But just the freedom to, you know, walk in the grocery store at seven in the morning with short shorts because I live in a very warm environment and red high heels because I'm trying to get ready for a job. I don't really care what people think. And that's also self-expression, right? I love and that. so if nobody knows why I'm wearing the heels. I mean, if they sure, if they follow me, they go, okay, well, she's getting ready for the runway. But 99.9% of the people that I run into, they don't know. And so they might think, oh, she's just, you know, whatever she they can judge me but that's the point like you nobody knows what's going on in anybody's life we can't judge anybody no and yet we're so fearful of being judged aren't we we you know, i'm not i you're used not to be. a lot of people are well, most I, people are most yeah. people are yeah but if you can get to the place where you don't care how people judge you because you know it's not a reflection of you you know it's not a reflection of your heart it's their heart it's their insecurity it's their lack of self-esteem that's freeing yeah, I agree. And I'm thinking about some people who do lack confidence and probably if we keep the focus on what they wear, they wear things that are not not really right for them. Maybe, um, lost a word, maybe sort of quite plain, quite dull, and they're not really feeling able to express themselves through their clothing. What would be a one small tip that you would give them to get started on just trying something different? Well, I think self-expression takes courage. I think building your self-esteem takes bravery. It's not easy and it's a it's an intentional and takes a lot of time. So I would start small because if you start big and you just wear, let's say you're playing safe by wearing certain clothes and all of a sudden you're like, okay, I'm going to be confident. I'm going to wear something that really makes me comfortable and makes me happy, but maybe I feel judged, right? Well, don't go you know, to the extreme. Just take baby steps. Just do it bit by bit, day by day. And that will lead to more success than failure, right? Because sometimes I even lose courage. I mean, I'm walking in the largest runway show platform in the world, New York Fashion Week. And sometimes after I do those things, I feel less bravery. I feel less courage and I have to build my courage back up. Sometimes I need to borrow it from other people and see other people showing bravery. And sometimes people say to me, I watch you on your socials and you give me courage. That's lending courage. 
And so I think that, you know, if you focus on people, follow people on socials or, you know, any socials really that show courage that can help. So start small, do baby steps a little bit each day and follow people that are lending their courage and showing bravery and courage because you can get tips from them. Definitely. And that is the exact reason why I asked you to come and be a guest on this show. <laughs> for that. Well, and I don't want, I mean, I mean, I show a lot of bravery and I show a lot of courage and I have a lot of bravery and courage and I have a great self-esteem. But, you know, there are days where I wake up and I, I give a lot to the world and I'm depleted and I need to rebuild my courage. But I don't expect other people to do that. It's my job to do that. And so I take a few days and do more introspection and I I journal and I and I try to take time to nurture my self-esteem in order to get that courage back. And once it's back, then I'm like, okay, everybody borrow my courage because now I'm going to walk in Miami Swim Week in a bathing suit and I'm 53. And, and after Miami Swim Week, I might feel a little depleted, but I know it's my job to nurture my self-esteem and get that courage back. So mm -hmm. it really is, it's, it is an internal, it, it's internal, but it's also an internal job that we have to do because it's self-care and it's self-love. I want to nurture my self-esteem. Why? Because I want to make good decisions. Yeah, I love that. It's so important, isn't it? Just to pause sometimes in your own thinking and your own life, wherever you are, whoever's listening, wherever they're thinking about themselves, wherever they're thinking about what they're doing, where they're going, just pausing and just little tweaks to just start us off, I think is the most important thing. Because I hear people just get so quickly overwhelmed because they know all the things that they need to do. And actually, you don't need to do them all today or tomorrow. It's just steps, isn't it? It takes took me years to get to where I am now, as I think you're saying the same, Christine. Well, I think the world promotes busyness. I think people equate success with busyness. And I, I disagree with that. I mean, if you watch me in my socials, which I, I think you do, I am very busy, but I, I also talk about, you know, taking time off and taking steps to, like I just said, nurture your self-esteem. And, you know, there are many nights where I get in bed at seven o'clock at night. It doesn't mean I'm not, you know, working on my computer or whatever, but I, I don't really, I have no problem like getting in bed at seven o'clock at night. I have no problem sleeping until eight in the morning because I know that that's valuable time. That's re self-care. That's re-engaging myself to take care of myself. Brilliant. Okay, so before we finish, what's your final little tip that you can give one your little words of wisdom that you can share? Uh, well, I, I mean, I have a few, but I, I think for me, the greatest gift I ever gave myself was just to let go. I could not control the outcome of my cancer. I could not control the outcome of my career. I could not control losing my chest. I tried to rebuild my chest with implants and then the implants got infected and they had to be excavated. I could, I lost, I lost time in my life because I was trying to control things that I couldn't control. And so if you just let go, right, let go of the outcome and just work hard every day in whatever focus you want. I try to serve every single day and whatever happens is going to happen. If I get an, a modeling contract, if I get a job, whatever it is, it's, it's out of my control. All I can do is work hard every day and let the next day come. Brilliant. Brilliant tip. Thank you so much for your time today and coming to talk to me. Awesome. Thank you. So did you enjoy that? I absolutely love talking to Christine and always feel inspired by her and her messages. Do check her socials out and follow her story. 
Okay, so I'm going to try and do a quick recap of the top tips from this episode, although there was so much great stuff. So we know that confidence is an inside job. We need to be ourselves to get to know ourselves and to rock that. Christine reminded us that it is our job to build up our own self-esteem, not others, and to ensure that we pay attention to our self-care. We need to keep a close eye or an ear on your self-talk and use affirmations like I'm capable and I'm strong and you need to repeat these regularly, in fact, all the time. We need to be mindful of what you listen to and also who you hang out with. We need to have cheerleaders around us so we can be encouraged to be ourselves. And then lastly, I love what Christine said about freedom coming from being yourself. Have focus on you and what you want to do. And this gives us freedom. So loads to think about in this episode. I hope you've found it useful and that you do feel inspired. I have really enjoyed creating this episode for you. Thank you for listening and sharing in this episode of Mental Wealth. Remember, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcast. My last question to you is what is the one small thing that you can take action on from this episode? Message me on Instagram or through our website with questions you'd like me to explore. You'll find the links in the show notes. I'll be back with more tools and tips to make sense of your mind in the next episode. In the meantime, be kind to yourself. Bye for now. Oh, 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 oh,